the Los Angeles riots. Who is to blame? Most of the rioters retreated, some of them in the burned out buildings, others climbed to the rooftops. Many had guns and they used them, sniping at police, unarmed firemen, and anyone on the street. And time after time, sniping turned into full-scale combat. All you bad folks, you must go. Welcome back. We are here today to remember and discuss the events that took place in August 1965. An African-American was pulled over for allegedly drunk driving in a predominantly black neighborhood in Los Angeles. The man behind the wheel was Market Fry, and he was arrested by two white police officers for reckless driving. As the situation escalated and violence started to show, a crowd of spectators gathered at the corner of the street. Premeditated distrust for the police force and acts of physical aggression led the witnesses to believe that this arrest was yet another incident of racially motivated police brutality. A dangerous and violent six days followed as the community rioted together against police racism and unwarranted brutality. The riots resulted in 34 deaths and over $40 million in property damage. It was the city's worst unrest until the infamous Rodney King riots in 1992. Here with me today is Sir Nicholas Sten. He has a great insight on this issue and prior knowledge of police brutality incidents. So the Watts riots of uh, 1965 are very similar to the Soma riots in Alabama. And I think that over the years, our police forces and as a, as a society have seen these in history and realized that they cannot happen again. Sure, there are some instances, but the vast majority is one may say helping the civil rights movement by making people step back and see how they're documented during um, the generation of TV. And that is very important to the civil rights movement. That's true, this is very important to the civil rights movement. As many of the acts were peaceful protests, this was an act of aggression, this was violence. This was saying that African Americans have had enough with the oppression and enough with the racism. To be verbally discriminated against or to make racist remarks to African Americans is one thing, but for the police force to abuse their power in order to show some superior racial dominance is unforgivable and unforgettable. The Watts riots were a direct reflection and reaction to these acts of violence and it, um, it escalated into something horrific. I do not support violence or killing or any form of riot out there, but when is it enough? How many lives have to be taken to prove that we are racially equal, we are equal, we are people? And I think that the Watts riots helped prove that, helped prove that there was unrest in the community and that this would not go unnoticed, it would not go unforgotten. Many of the protests during the civil rights movement were peaceful and they were powerful and righteous and spoke with words exactly what they wanted to do and the changes they wanted to make. So what made the Watts riots so different was the fact that this was not a verbal protest. This was violent. This was physical protest. This was 
accurately displaying the anger and aggression that many people of Los Angeles were feeling for African Americans during the time. It was a dangerous time to be an African American. It was a painful time. It was it was a hard to explain. It's hard to look back at and figure out exactly what was going through the police's mind and what was going through the African American's mind. It was confusing. And I think that's what caused the frustration. That's what caused the unrest was the confusion. We're here to further connect the Watts riots to further civil rights movements as Luke Bernier. So there definitely is a connection between Watts riots and the civil rights addressed by JFK. Um, as we all know, the Watts riots um, was a period of looting and rioting in LA. Uh, they were protesting over uh, a police brutality case. Um, and JFK actually warned the American people of this in his civil rights address when he says, the fires of frustration and discord are burning in every city, north and the south, where legal remedies are not at hand. Redress is sought in the streets, in demonstrations, parades, and protests, which create tensions and threaten violence and threaten lives. So it's pretty easy to see that JFK didn't like riots and he didn't want the American people fighting against, having to fight against the National Guard, which they were fighting against in the Watts riots. Thank you for that connection, Luke. As you can see, this is no debate. Fry, King, Till, Martin, only a few of the victims of police brutality. Regardless of the color of a man's skin, there is no excuse. Thank you for listening, and hope to see you again.